Good afternoon, Acadiana, and welcome to Kane Radio's Chip Shots. I'm Teddy Sliman with you here in the air chair. Awaiting my compadre, Boxcar Bajeron. He'll be joining me shortly. Yucky day, right? Especially for golfers. But we've had some good days. Saturday is definitely a good day on the golf course. Sunday was terrible, but uh, I guess we can expect that. Number one, we're in the middle of the winter in January, and number two, we're in South Louisiana. Spring's not that much far ahead of us. We anxiously await. Let's thank our sponsors before we move along too far. Let's begin with GolfBalls.com right there in Lafayette. Arnold Boulevard Shopping Center. Get anything you want in golf. Go peruse around their showroom there, and uh, you can check out all their merchandise, soft goods, hard goods. They have the latest in golf club equipment, and you can try all the latest equipment in their demonstrator, their simulator there that you can hit golf balls into, and uh, definitely find out which clubs are best for you at golfballs.com. I also want to thank Coca-Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette, particularly Mr. Lee Tatford. He is... The CEO of Coke. They sponsor uh, high school sports. So we're in the middle of basketball season. And they're one of our sponsors there as well as Chip Shot. So we thank Mr. Lee Tatford for his contribution to us here at Kane Radio and particularly Chip Shots. And then, of course, our local golf clubs. Eagle Ridge, Kane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. Appreciate their sponsorships. Let's begin with Eagle Ridge. They had the latest edition of our Cadiana Pro-Am and uh, pretty much a record in, in my estimation. 122 players teed up, teed it up at uh, Eagle Ridge. And uh, before we get into the winners, uh, next week, Sugar Oaks hosts uh, the Cadiana the Pro-Am. It's going to be played Wednesday the 8th and Thursday the 9th. And that's what's made our numbers go up so much as you get an option of uh, when you can play. And that not only helps out with guys who has certain days off or can get off on a certain day, but also with the weather. You know, like last month when it was anticipating rain on Thursday, Everybody played on Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. So that helped out a tremendous bit, and that's why we got 122 players. So uh, thanks to Doug Beard, our tournament director, for lining that up. Now the winners from last week. At plus nine was Glenn Champeau, Barry Bolner, Brian Williams, and Will Baudouin. At plus eight, finishing second, Corey Hewland, Mitch Guillory, Andrew Walker, and John Gibbons. And then third place, plus five, Bobby Deloney, Keith Romero, Avia McLaughlin, and Kyle Hargrave. Congratulations to all those dudes and dudesses. And then the individual winners, A, B, C, and D players, Bobby Deloney, plus seven, Dwayne Perry, plus eight, Doug Robichaud, plus six, and James Morse, plus seven. Then out of Chafalaya, they uh, emailed me. They're having a Callaway Golf Fitting Day. And that's coming up this Thursday, February 2nd, from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. right there on the driving range out of Chafalaya. Now, if you want to get fitted, you got to make a schedule. It's a particular time where the salesperson will fit you for the proper clubs and fitting. 
But no appointment is necessary if you just want to drop by and check out their equipment. Callaway Golf at a Chafalaya. Then at Bellevue in Franklin, the nine-hole course, they had that dogfight rescheduled for this past Saturday. Three-way tie for first place. Brandon Burdett, Doug Robichaux, and Mike Cap. Plus five. At plus three and tied for fourth, Jonah Cerna and Ty Burdett and Bobby McDonald. Plus three. They had some good low growth scores. Mike Cap shot a 70, two under par. Brandon and Doug were even par. Some nice scores there. Bobby had a 73. Ty Burdett, the owner, 75. Not bad for old Ty. Jonah had an 80. It was a great day for golf at, at uh, Bellevue as it was clean across Acadiana on Saturday. I know all the golf courses were uh, loaded up. Cane Row, their twilight rates are still intact after 2 p.m. Big discount, 30 bucks. <laughs> and they also have a senior rate for those of us who are 60 plus years of age. But if you want to be a member, we encourage you to do so because spring's coming up and hopefully we'll all be playing a lot of golf with the uh, extended daylight and the nicer weather. And so a member's $142 a month. And what a bargain that is. It's like half price of the other golf courses that are on their level. And if you're a member, you get 20% off of their soft goods, 10% off of their hard goods, and this is the one I like the best is uh, you can book your tee time one week in advance. And that's a big plus if uh, you want a selective tee time and you want to play golf in a certain amount of time. You know, with the golf courses filled up, the play gets a little bit slower and uh, you might not be able to play uh, in the time you would allot it. So uh, book your tee time in advance. Get your special tee time if you're a member. They also charge your handicap according to the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. And with spring coming up, there's a lot of tournaments. So the MGA, their Men's Golf Association, they waive their dues for that. Raymond Bernard is a the president there. And uh, they'll be uh, having a lot of tournaments, which I'll talk about in a bit. And also, I keep telling everybody, especially the uh, Raging Cajun fans, you, uh, they are licensed to sell Raging Cajun products now. So uh, I'm not sure if they have uh, restocked their Cajun stuff, but uh, I'll have to check that out next time. And they, do, they are running a special. So if you're even not a member or anything, you can walk in and buy hats, caps, and visors for only 20 bucks, And all their shirts and uh, outerwear are 25% off. Pretty good discounts on some quality merchandise there. Like I was saying, upcoming events... Saturday, February 11th, they're going to have a Super Bowl two-man scramble. Tea times are going to be in the morning, so that's the Saturday before the Super Bowl. And it's $40 for members and $70 if you're not a member. And then on Saturday, February 25th, Karen Crow Golf Association uh, has their event there at Cane Row. And uh, they have tea time scheduled in the morning. And then Saturday and Sunday, March 11th and 12th, is the U.S. AAA Junior Golf Tournament. And uh, Robert Boudreau, he is a marshal there on Fridays. He's the tournament director for U.S. AAA. 
Saturday, April 15th, coming up, and that's tax day. Of course, it's not on a Saturday, right? They extend it, I'm sure, to uh, the 17th, which is Monday. But the MGA over at Cane Row will uh, inaugurate a three-man scramble. Uh, 8 a.m. shotgun start, $125 per player. And finally, at Cane Row, the uh, fire chiefs having their 50th annual conference and they're going to do a golf outing out at Cane Row on April 24th at 8 o'clock. And um, for more information, you can uh, check with uh, the good folks there at, at Cane Row on how you enter that tournament. It's really an outing. I don't know if it's actually a tournament. Anyway, going down to Sugar Oaks, they have weekly specials as well. Thank God they've been getting in some, some skipping some days, bad days, but having some good days as well. So, uh, on Mondays and Tuesdays, they are uh, 9 or 18 holes, only $22. They are all-day special on Wednesday, $31. And then they did get in some tournaments. Uh, their shootout, blind draw for, uh, for partners using the, uh, the point system. So on the front, Mark Ami and Nicky Melanson was 23 points, cumulative, and they won the front. Winning the back was Kevin Ledford. And Mark Ami with 26 points. And then Ami and Melanson won the overall 18 with 45 points. <coughs> and then they had a points tournament. They moved it to Friday because of, uh, no, no, they had the points. They, they, they only had uh, a limited number of players, so they played individual. And Olin Granger won it all front back in 18, plus 9, plus 11, plus 20. Then on Saturday, they moved their shootout from Sunday because uh, we all know that it poured down raining all day Sunday. But Saturday was a gorgeous day for golf, and all, most of the golf courses were really booked. So they transferred it because of the forecast and blind draw for points. So tying the front was Olin Granger and Kyle Mesh, and they tied Paul Olivier and Roger Bassani. Both teams were plus 19. Then winning the overall... And 18 was Olin Granger and Kyle Mesh, 25 and 44 points. And then winning skins, collecting cash, Glenn Dupuy, Kyle Mesh, Olin Granger, and Kevin Ledford, all plus one. I'm still waiting for Boyd Booty, the uh, CEO and director of the uh, Gerda Golf Club. Uh, he hasn't brought me the schedule for the year, and uh, I guess he's still working on it, but uh, hopefully that'll be available soon. But the latest info I have from him is the, uh, the year-ending points winners, which, of course, the uh, cumulative scores. You must have played in 10 tournaments. And the winner in the first flight of that was Greg Dubois, second place Heath Boudreau, and third place Tim Hoffpaul. And, of course, they uh, win cash for that. Second flight winners, first place Brian Broussard, Tony Viator, second place, and then third Mitch Thibodeau and Kevin Booty tied. Then the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, uh, thanks to Lawson Rooley, the uh, president of that. You don't have to be uh, a resident of Lafayette. You only have to have 25 bucks and join that club. And that includes a crawfish ball in the spring and a Christmas party in December. And their tournaments are similar to the Karen Crow and uh, Gator Golf Club and all these local uh, organizations that have uh, tournaments around them. Their tournaments are on the second Tuesday of the month out of town, and then the fourth Tuesday of the month is their home course, Muni. 
And so November, that road tournament was played at Southern Oaks in Abbeville. First place went to Harris Terrio and Neil Olivier with plus eight. Second place, Louis Domaine and Myron Rodrigue with plus five. And then third place, Greg Gautreau and Randy McDaniels minus one. And then the home course at Muni was played on the fourth Tuesday. And the format was front, back, and total. So winning first place was Brian Duga and Randy Leger at even. A tie for second and third. Jay Frederick and Joe Bass minus four. Uh, along with uh, Robert Boudreaux and Sid Thibodeau. Okay, and then uh, let's see <clears throat> what else we got here. Gulf States PGA, which I'm a member of. Uh, the guys had uh, what they call the Mackle Cup. It's in honor of a uh, longtime friend of mine, Frank Mackle, who died many years ago. In fact, his, uh, he died on 9-11, the 9-11. Uh, he was a pro at City Park in Lakewood for, for quite a long time. But it's the Louisiana Pros versus the Mississippi Pros. It was played on Saturday and Sunday, the 15th and 16th of January at Bayou Oaks. Right there, the renovated uh, city park in New Orleans. And then on Monday, they played at Metairie Country Club. Fourteen players on each team. Louisiana won 40-23. to 23. And they were led by former LSU players Emily Aubrey and Blaine Pate, along with former UL standout Greg Sonier, who is uh, our player of the year for this year. Coming up next is that Janet King Pro-Am series, which begins February 13th. And then our PGA office, uh, the PGA is divided into two sections, uh, the PGA Tour and the PGA Club Pros, which encompass 28,000 or so of us PGA Pros, Club Pros, and they moved their office from, uh, we moved our office from uh, Florida, Point of Vedra Beach, to Frisco, Texas. And uh, along with that is a whole bunch of uh, amenities there. They have a Hall of Fame along with a golf course and all. Anxious to see it one day. Boxcar has arrived, so we'll welcome him aboard. Jack up his mic and say good afternoon, sir. I'm getting there. He's getting there. He's getting old, too. Oh, getting old and, uh, man. Got to do something about that sidewalk outside, man. Yeah, I know. Golly, that's a. You know, every time I look out there, I think of Paul Lee. He, he slipped on that. Well, yeah, I mean, a few it's, days before I he can, passed. I can definitely see why. We yeah, you got to walk tentatively. Need a bigger mat for sure. <laughs> yep. All right, let's wrap up. The uh, Raging Cajuns are back in school, and of course, they had a strong finish to the uh, fall season. And by the way, the NCAA is uh, going to be played in Arizona as it was last year at Greyhawk. You know, <clears throat> the unique thing about it is that week one they'll play the men's tournament, and then week, t- or rather week one they play the women's NCAA, and then week two they play the men's. So both uh, girls and boys will play on the same golf course, which is kind of unique, and it's been done the last couple of years. And the women have extended from 24 teams to 30, which is going to help them out a lot. Uh, UL begins that Spring schedule February 13th and 14th in Mobile, Alabama. And then on the junior scene, uh, I got a chance to go out Saturday and uh, watch my grandson, Drew, hit some balls and practice a little bit. And wow, I've never seen Oakbourne that crowded. They had a, um, a match between, well, it was actually four teams. Ascension Episcopal beat St. Paul's in a head-up match. And then CHS Baton Rouge beat Bird. In, uh, in a head-up match. And uh, there were a lot of people out there watching and perusing around. 
Of course, Kyle Fontenot for AES uh, is going to Georgia Tech on a scholarship. And then Adam Trahan is going to go. He's uh, going to go to UL this coming. How did they um, do in the tournament? That, there was no individual oh, results. A, I, 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 got you. I just got the team. Okay. So. And then on the junior scene, uh, the Louisiana Junior Golf Tour is joined up with the South Texas Tour and formed uh, two tournaments on the uh, state line there in Lake Charles, the Spring Classic. will be played at Contraband on March 25th and 26th. And then in the fall, uh, the fall classic will be played at the newly renovated Mallet Cove Golf Course in November. And then the PGA is having that junior championship at Diamond Head on June 28th and 29th. And then the first tournament of the year from the Louisiana Golf Tournament Association is going to be the Sam Burns Football, which is always a treat going up to Squire Creek in Condren. I'm watching the boys tee it up. Amazing. Spring is almost here, boxcar. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm hoping. Well, yeah, we, need, we, we have we need got them. to get some dry weather, man. It, you know, it's just like every time it, it looks like we might have two or three days, and I'm looking at the forecast again. Thursday is supposed to be a, a big washout again, you know, and courses just can't dry up, or, you know, it, it's, um, it's tough, man. Yeah, I hadn't, we didn't, know, even, didn't even see the sun today. It was, I know. It was cloudy the whole day long, so uh, and, and, not um, good for golf. We're getting, uh, you know, more and more. I think our, our golfer population, for sure, in Iberia Parish, well, it's kind of always been that way, but um, uh, it's just an older population now, and, and, and they, they're not going to walk if it's car path only. I mean, they're just not going to go play, you know. And um, it's, um, you know, we just need a little mercy, a little, you yeah, know. Yeah, we need a reprieve. But Sometimes uh, with uh, wet, uh, wet winters uh, leads to dry springs, we'll – I hope that's the thing. We'll have to see what happens. But I did read an article uh, since you said about older golfers or just golf in general, how uh, COVID-19 helped spurn golf and uh, it really exploded. I, I don't remember the stats, but uh, all over the, the, the world, golf had boomed during that period of time. The United right. States had the biggest boom of all. I think Korea was second and Japan third as far as the economic boom that uh, hit the golf circuit. Yeah, I mean that's the one the one sport I think, or, or I, I'm sure there were other. Yeah, you know, I mean I think, I think tennis kind of got a little boom. Pickleball kind of evolved during uh, COVID, um, but people were looking for other alternatives, um, you know, to, for recreation. And golf was one of those few where you could uh, kind of maintain the social distancing uh, recommendations at that time. Uh, you know, I, I think back to, I mean. And it, it seems like it's 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 only three. It's not even three years, but it seems like it's been ten years, ah, doesn't it? Yes, yes. You know, it seems like it's been our whole lifetime, really. Um, but when you think to the measures that golf, the the USGA was recommending that golf courses take, you know, putting the the little kind of pool noodles in the in the hole where the ball just really didn't even go, leaving the flag stick in, don't touch the flag stick, and <laughs> you know all this other stuff, and uh, we kind of you know realized in hindsight that wasn't necessary but you didn't know it at the time you know right. and, and um it's just uh so i think golf in general did you know benefited now people didn't go after in the clubhouse and drink and eat like they right. normally did so the the food and beverage part of it i'm sure suffered but you know it um the, uh, it, it just it's gonna be interesting to, to me to see yeah, I don't know how long it'll take to really 
play out, but to see how many of the people that took up golf during that that period of time stick with it, you know, and that's right. that's the key, you know, it, to grow the game, you gotta, and, and I still think there's a lot of barriers to that with um, with some, you know, affordability issues and uh, things like that. I mean, we just got to got to make it uh, to where the masses can can go play, man. It, 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 you know. You, no question about I mean, that. You know, when, when, you, when you're paying $8 a dozen for eggs and uh, <laughs> gas is projected to go $4 a, uh, a dozen again. And I know, I know the golf course, I mean, uh, the $4 a gallon. I know the golf course operators, obviously their expenses have gone way, way up with mm-hmm. fuel and labor and fertilizers and chemicals. But, you know, you start pricing yourself out of the market. Well, you know, I mean... You know, that, that's definitely a, an issue, you know, the cost of playing golf. And like you said, you've got to make it economically feasible for people. And the other drawback to our game, and not, not to be negative, but it's, it's the time it takes time, to play, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we, uh, our time's valuable, you know. Time is money, as they say. And, yeah, uh, that's why, you know, Top Golf has been so popular now. You know, you go, you go spend an hour there, you eat, drink, hit balls, you know hour to uh, whatever it is you know and it's promoting the game and encouraging uh, people to learn it so uh, yeah. i'm all for it you know but I, th- I just think there needs to be and it's been bantered about for a long time now you know uh i think jack nicholas even was in favor of uh, 12 hole golf courses i, be- mm-hmm. I believe you know and, and that may just we, we kind of you know sometimes you just have to get off the the traditional thing you know yeah yeah, yeah you know if you want to outside the box look if you got four and a half five hours and and, and you want to go play 18 to see what you're going to shoot fine but if if you know why not have some alternatives for people that only want to do nine only want to do 12 or whatever and you know just charge them per hole you know make it more affordable and and then they they still have time because man look it's a it's crazy now with um the way uh things are with Especially, I can I can only imagine, say a thirty-something-year-old father right now um, that wants to play golf, but his kids in t-ball, soccer, uh, base, you know, um, uh, basketball, they're having to go to all these other things, you know. And so, your time, the time you you have to actually get away to go play golf is re- really really limited, you know. So, um, I think uh, cor- golf course operators uh, need to come up with with a few alternatives and. Like I said, in our area, I think it's a little different. Uh, we just we, we just have a lot of a lot of you know senior golfers, but hopefully um, one, yeah, day, ho- one day ho- that'll change. You know, we I hope mean, so. Remember the old? I mean, you you know, man, it used to warm my heart to see kids at the golf course. You know, you just don't. I haven't seen some, any in a long time around here, man. To be yeah, honest, you it, know. You, you're absolutely right, and I'm I'm worried about the the high schools if they can even field a team well, this year. You they, know, they can in your high area, schools. You know. Huh? And that's what's that's what's so crazy. You're talking about these, you know, these big crowds at Oakbourne, and you know, right down the road, you've got these schools, and I I, I get it. They're more private schools and and whatnot, but no reason. I I can see Nish and Westgate struggling, I guess, um, but no reason Catholic High shouldn't be able to field a, a golf team. I mean, you know, look look at the great players that you produced out of there, and. When you were coaching in the state championships and all that, man, I, you yeah, know. that was a big time, different era. Really, we had we had enough players for two teams. Yeah, from Catholic High, you know. But that's what uh, I'm saying, you know, it, it, it was like the kids encouraged each other, you know, to to, to play. But uh, yeah, yeah, getting back to Oakbourne, I was I was amazed when I. I mean, I've been to Oakmore a whole lot of times, okay? Yeah, I know. I, you, you we ha- I had to park almost you, on the dadgum tarmac. 
That's really? A, that's how many. There, there was no parking place. We, Drew and I had to go all the way down to where the canal, you know, that canal is yeah. on number 13. You should have just parked at the airport. Man. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid my car was going to get hit by a plane. Golly. <laughs> but, you know, it, it was a combination of those uh, 25 or so high school kids, plus, plus the fact that the, the weather was so are, good yeah. and, and, and everybody would, yeah, the parents. Yeah. And, Everybody else was playing golf, you know, because they had tee times from 11.30 to 12.30. But, man, it was... It was, it was packed, huh? Oh, my. And then you should have seen the driving range. We couldn't even find a place to hit balls, you know. because I just kind of wanted to watch Drew hit since I hadn't seen him in a while. And yeah. We, we had to go. And, and, unfortunately, Theodore's Bay was locked, and he was shopping, doing something else. Uh. So we couldn't get in there. Oh, and, man. Uh, anyway, it was... Uh, <laughs> It was uh, something to behold. <laughs> you, I mean, as a former, you know, uh, coach at UL, you ought to have an honorary key to the bay. Well, Drew does, but oh. he, <laughs> he, he gave he gave his to, to one of the players, and they didn't return it to him. Oh, know? man. And so we were a little frustrated, but Boy, uh, that's it all a, worked yeah. out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we'll take a break, and then we'll be back to continue talking about a little golf. Uh, on the national golf scene, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of interesting stuff. Stay tuned. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Bayou Sports, 715 weekday mornings on the all-new Kane 107.5. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And welcome back to Chip Shots with Teddy Sliman and Ralph Boxcar Bazaran as we continue to talk a little bit of golf here on the airways and now turn our attention to, um, to what happened on the... Uh, national golf scene this this past week and uh 
As we know, uh, they played the uh, PGA Tour box score at the Farmers Insurance at Torrey Pines, the famous golf course over there in San Diego. And they ended it on Saturday due to the, uh, the, the uh, NFL having their two playoff games right. uh, on Sunday, which was a good move. And uh, I, I read a little article where Justin Thomas says they, they ought to look into that a little more often. So uh, what, oh. what, what do you think about that? Well, you know, I've been advocating that for a long time now. I, I think during the entire football season, they ought to go to that kind of schedule. And I'm going to tell you what, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure that during college season you wouldn't want in on a Friday, you know. <laughs> but I know you got you got your pro ams, you got to get your, you know you you sponsor stuff in and all that stuff. But why couldn't you move? You know, I don't, I don't know. But but um. Yeah, that way Sergio Garcia wouldn't have to, you know, leave a tournament to fly to Texas to go watch, you know, a college football game, right? Yeah, right. I mean, exactly. you know. <laughs> uh, uh, but but no, I, I do think that. Um, I think I think it would just be very smart on the PGA Tour's part, especially when they're kind of in this middle of this, um, uh, you know deal with live and all that stuff live doesn't have to worry about it because they're only 54 holes you know so they're they got it made you know now the, the pga tour they could go to 54 holes good point and in on saturday you know um they could just call their tour the living better tour you know but um but no i think i think that would be a, a smart move honestly you know yeah, I mean, uh, Justin Thomas, he's a huge, uh, you know, obviously, uh, since he went to Alabama, you have to be pretty much a football fan if you go to Alabama. He's, uh, he, he was the one saying he's in favor of it. But, uh, well, yeah. you know, I, I mean, look, Ted, I, we, can, we can advocate for golf all we want. We, we know we love the sport. Number one, it, it, except for the majors, it's never going to be a, a huge spectator, you know, draw. I mean, it's, it, it draws decent numbers, but it doesn't, you know, doesn't move the needle a whole lot, but especially during football season, you try right. to put the, you know, the final round uh, up against a, uh, you know, NFL weekend. It's just not. And you not, know, the golf season's great, so man. long. Oh, it's you know, so that that's another. Now, yeah. yeah, people get like you know a little like, burnt out. Yeah, yeah really. It, it, and, yeah. and they try and extend it now, and they have with the FedEx Cup, but that's that's becoming a, a problem as no, well. It was, so. per, it was perfect in the old <laughs> days when you, you ended at East Lake with the Tour Championship. Mm-hmm. You had that break. You didn't really didn't compete against NFL during their prime, you know, season, and then you start kicked it off with Kapalua, and, and that was that's that was the season to me. Right? That was the season, yeah. you know, and and now it's just oof, too right. much, a little bit too much sometimes, yeah. man. All right, well, Max Homa won, won uh, the Farmers Insurance for his sixth win in the last uh, two years. His, his first win was in 20, uh, let's see, he won the 2019 uh, Wells Fargo. But all his other wins were in California, and he's a Californian himself. Mm-hmm. Born 32 years old, born and raised in Los Angeles, played golf with Cal Berkeley. And uh, I felt bad for Sam Ride. I watched a little bit of it, but... Uh, he uh, he he fit, he folded. He double bogeyed the fifteenth hole and uh, ended up finishing fourth. Cost him a lot. Sam Ryder's never won a tournament before, but uh, well, it, if you go wear those kind of pants, you can't. Yeah, win. <laughs> those tighties. Yeah, you, you can't win a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but that that was uh, was uh, Max Homer's first win as a dad. He just had a little yeah, boy cam. Sure did. He's a big Twitter guy, and I got to yeah. Twitter about a year ago. And um, it was hilarious because during his wife's pregnancy, he kept tweeting stuff that 
I mean, she would just like forget where she parked the car in parking lot. She had the, you know, they call it pregnancy brain, you know. Uh-huh. And um, uh, he, he was, he's a good, good, he seemed like a really good guy, a fun guy. Um, and, uh, you know, it, you kind of, so is, is he one of the, I mean, 32 is, you know, still, I think, you know, you're not say young, but you're not old yet. You know, so can he win a major? I mean, does mm-hmm. he have the game to win a major? I think he's playing well enough right now to do that. But, you know, uh, that, that you start out with Augusta as a major and yeah. your nerves that there well, just, yeah. just get to your experience means so much at Augusta and. You know, as we're going to talk about in a little bit, the uh, two other guys rank one and two in the world, or their game's on fire, both oh, of them. Oh, God, yeah. Well, and, and that question was posed, and, and, and I actually responded to the person who posed that question. Um, I think if he, if he does, I think the PGA would be the one, you know, because the PGA generally produces a lot of first-time winners. Um, you well, know, well, we'll get this. The U.S. Open is being played at Los Angeles Country Club, where he was born and raised. Well, he has the course record there, 61. Yeah, well, there you he, go. He won the Pac-12 championship when he played for Cal uh, on that very course. So uh, they're giving him the odds-on favorite as of right now <laughs> for, well, for the w- U.S. Open. Well, I like the guy, but I have to bet against him <laughs> as he has, because that's, that's still another whole ball game. You know, I, obviously the course isn't going to be set up the same for a U.S. Open as it was for the Pac-12 championship, you know. Well, no, of course not. And he's, you know, and he's he's uh, 10 years removed from that, so Yeah. But uh, you know, he he knows the course. But he's, no, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's winning in California pretty regularly. <laughs> I well, mean, I tell you what, there's so. been a lot of guys when you look at their records, it's very regional, you know. I mean, no a question. lot a lot of guys had the Texas swing, that was their bit. You know, they would win most of their tournaments in Texas, you know, and Florida swing. I mean, got, and, that, and they would kind of always say, well, it's bent grass, Bermuda, you know, different putting surfaces and whatnot. But, man, it, that's, it's rare the guy that can win on all, you know, East Coast, West Coast, South, you know. Even Tiger Woods had his courses oh, yeah. that he won. He won seven Multiple. or eight times on, on about five courses, seven no, or eight times. Absolutely. You know, like Firestone's one I can remember, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, maybe even Torrey Pines or, or uh, Riviera. I, I can't remember the maybe. other ones, but I know he's won a bunch at Firestone. Yeah. Well, back to, to, uh, to the tournament, uh, San Diego. Uh, he shot 13 under par. He shot a 66 in the last round, 32 on the front nine. Poor Sam Ryder had a five-shot lead going into the, tur- into the last round. And he would have been the first wire-to-wire winner in quite some time. But uh, on the back nine, like I just said, he made a double bogey on 15, and that put uh, you know the wind out of his sails. But uh, Max Homer birdied two of the hardest par threes, 11 and 16, both of them playing around 200 yards into the, you know, the wind and all, and, and that kind of sealed it for him. Finishing second was Keegan Bradley with a 66 as well. And then Colin Morikawa, 69. He's a former Cal player as well. And then poor Sam Ryder, 75, 38 and, on the back. And that's kind of another uh, high finish for Keegan Bradley, right? Didn't he w- uh, finish pretty mm-hmm. high a while back? Um, and um, he yeah. was – I forgot he was crediting it to something. But yeah, uh, Oh, he lost yeah. weight. He, yeah. he lost like 30 pounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said it was help, he helped his swing a lot. I think he had another second or third place finish, but um, yeah. you know, th- th- this is a story of perseverance. 
Max Max Homa, I mean, he's, he's he's 32 years old. So, like you said, that's 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 probably the prime of your career in golf. But uh, he's lost his tour card twice in the past. Wow! And, and came back to to uh, you know persevered and and uh, you know I don't know. It's uh, he also because he's from Los Angeles, he loves the Dodgers and uh, Kobe Bryant. And uh, he he uh, he said he had uh, chills because. Huh. Uh, Kobe Bryant was his hero, and uh, this this tournament, this very tournament, this very golf course is where he found out about Kobe's deaths a couple of three years ago, and uh, you know, like I said, he was his hero. So uh, it, I, uh, I did, uh, yeah, and, and look uh, again, I, I I I like Max a lot. I think he's I a, know you do one of those good guys for the game, you know, um, and and uh, I'm not gonna say he's gonna be a you know a superstar or anything, but he's good. He's a good guy. He's uh, uh, been very um, adamant uh, about his views on on the PGA Tour versus Live, you know, and because mm-hmm. uh, I mean he was recruited by by Greg Norman as well. Um, and uh, man, I don't know what's yeah, going something, on. Yeah, something but, went on. Must have been a wreck or something down the road. But anyway, um, but look, I, I did a quick Google, Ted uh-huh. uh, Tiger Woods. To your point, um, there's three courses he's won eight times I on. Knew it. Okay, and Torrey Pines is one of them. It's, uh, Firestone is one of them, and Bay Hill. Bay Hill, yeah. Eight times at those. Can you each. imagine? That's I mean, twenty-four of his victories have been in three golf courses. And he's won eighty-two tournaments. So, <laughs> that's you know, a, that's, that's, that's a, four, a third. Twenty-five. Well, well, yeah, a little uh, man, close. To, you yeah, know. but I mean, yeah, between twenty-seven, twenty-eight percent, whatever. You know, that, nevertheless, to your point, I mean, that's uh, that's uh, that's pretty incredible, really. You know, when you break it down, yeah. And the PGA Tour did something unique this week as well, and Max Homa was uh, was the recipient of it. He uh, he was mic'd up on Friday's round, which was that third round, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you could hear him. I didn't see it, but uh, I just kind of read about it. But uh, it, it goes to show, you know. So so w- the 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 uh, viewers got to got to listen to all the interaction between him and his caddy and the other players. Love that. Don't you love it? And, love and he it. went. He goes on to win. You know. You know. It should speak volumes to the rest of the players that you don't need to be so intent and and yeah. and, and all in. You know, like so serious and everything. And sure, they're playing for a lot of money and it's their livelihood. But you know, why not try to have a little fun? And and you know, it's an entertainment business. That's mm-hmm. what they're in there for to continue to grab these sponsors and all. So I think it's an awesome thing. And. I, you know, you always want to hear. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go to a tournament, you always want to hear the interaction between sure. the player and their caddies, and it just just the stuff they talk about. You know. Yeah. Well, so, we, you know, we've we've gotten in the past bits and pieces, like you know, when Phil was was talking to Bones and some of those discussions. But it's just little snippets. You don't get right. the whole deal. You know, and I think no, it's got to be the right person to be mic'd up because no question, <laughs> there's some guys that. that they're, you know, and that's been kind of one of the downfalls of some of these uh, these matches. You know, when they they mic up the play, some guys just have no personality. They don't really talk a whole lot to begin with. Other ones curse like a sailor. So you got to be careful there. Got to be careful there. You know, but um, anyway. No, um, but I like it. You know, I, I mean, I wish I'd have seen it. I saw a little bit that I think they mic'd up Sam Ryder uh, in the last round on Saturday, and and I got to see a little bit of that. But uh, you know, I, I think. Uh, you know, he lives in Orlando. He was born and raised in Orlando. His dad is a dentist there. And uh, I, I just, I felt so bad for him. The, uh, 
what's that gal's name? Uh, Ballas, Ballesteros. Amy. Oh, Amanda Ballesteros. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Her. She interviewed the uh, Max Homer's mama. Oh. So he had come down to watch him. You know, he had a five-shot lead. He's, he's in the last room. Man, there's been some big, it, big leads. <laughs> Just, you know, so early in the season, some big leads blowing on the PGA right. Tour right now. So, Colin you know, Morikawa, who finished third, well, he blew one in Hawaii. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. I mean, you had a, what, he had a six-shot lead, I believe. Yeah, six, um, yeah, yeah, in Hawaii. You know, I mean, that's just, you never used to hear of, you know, Lee's, I mean, you every now and then, but I mean, it would take a, you know, it, a pretty, pretty um, miraculous, like normally if a guy came from six shots back, he shot a 59 or a, yeah. or a 60 or something like that, you know, but you got guys kind of, kind of falling apart at key times, you know, yeah. um, look, I got one more for you with okay. Tiger five times at Cog Hill. Of the BMW Championship, yeah, yeah. so that's enough. That's a so yeah, that's twenty nine wins on four courses. Come on, really, man? You know, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, like you you were spot on with that, man. No, you know? I, I knew Tiger when, when he teed it up on those courses. The betting odds, if they they didn't bet back then, you know, Boy. they didn't have the sports bet book can, they can do now. Ima- but can you imagine the odds now? But you know, if you had that back then, because. You know, that's it's one of the, I love horse racing, as you know. And, mm-hmm. and when you a lot of times you see a horse come out, man, you're like, oh man, that's that. I really want to bet on him. And you look at the tote board, and he's one to five, which mm-hmm. me, you know means he's a, you know, he's over. You got to bet five dollars to win one dollar. You know, yeah. Which um, and that Tiger would have been yeah. like that almost every tournament of these courses. You know, it, it's it, pretty incredible. Well, the the next tournament on the. Uh, <laughs> The scene is going to be the Pebble Beach National Pro-Am. And to show you how this tournament's gone down on this e- iconic golf course, only seven of the top 50 will be teeing it up there this Man. coming week. Jordan Speed, Victor Hovland, and Matt Fitzpatrick. But uh, it's, um, it's, it's, it's sad in a way, you know, because this was a big, big tournament that back it, in the day. That used to be the Bob Hope Classic, Bing right? Crosby National Bing, Bing Crosby, Pro-Am, okay, yeah. okay. But they, they collaborated. You know, Bob yeah. Hope had the Desert Classic. The Desert Classic, and, okay. and they, they, they were at each other's tournament promoting them and, right. and all. So, uh, well, I, I think it's just gotten so, um, I don't know, man. You know, it, 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 you're looking at seven-hour rounds. I mean, it's just a lot, of, a lot of the guys just don't want to put up with that. I mean, they, lo- you know, love Pebble Beach, obviously. You want to. How can you, know, you not? Why would you not want to go play out there, right? Really? Um, but it does take, I mean, you know, a certain type of guy to be able to put up with that, you know. And, and uh, we know Tiger skipped that one for a long, 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 long he time. He would always blame it on the bumpy greens at Pebble. He didn't want to <laughs> mess up his putting nah, stroke, nah, you know. Nah. But, no. He well, whenever the U.S. Open was there, yeah. he was there <laughs> but shoot, he, shooting a record, winning by 12 yeah. strokes over Ernie Els in but, year 2000. But he just didn't want to play with the amateurs. No. Why well, don't you come out and say it? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I, and, look, I don't, you know, do I blame him? Not, not really. I mean, you know, that's. no. Yeah. You know, you know me and patience on the golf course. I can only imagine a pro golfer. You know, and I guess some some guys it's okay. You know, you kind of, you, you know, the ones that like to cut up and stuff. But I mean, it's not like pro ams over here. We we heck, I've played in pro ams before. No, it's not during the tournament. You know, it's before the tournament. But the people, they're eating, drinking. The the players. I mean, you know. Uh, you know, just like a, a normal person um, at the Chittimachi and everything. But, um, 
but yeah, that for to, to actually be a tournament within a tournament is just a lot to ask. You Le- know? Lee Trevino always has great stories, right? Well, I can oh, remember God, one yeah. about about he was playing a pro, not the Pebble Beach pro am, but another pro am, and uh, his playing partner was chewing t- tobacco and, and spitting, you know, oh, and he God. spit on the green. Lee Trevino went oh. berserk. He says, "Imagine if I'd come in your office and do that, spit on the floor." Well, no kidding. <laughs> really, you know. Ugh. All right, so fireworks uh, were, were happening Ooh. on the other side of the world in the other tournament in the, the DP World Tour, Emeritus Golf Club at the Dubai Desert Classic. Rory McIlroy, well, it, it was a Monday finish. Today they finished due to uh, the rain, but for eight days uh, there was uh, fireworks in the air as Rory and Patrick Reed had a confrontation on the range, as you <laughs> well know, prior yeah. to the, the start of the tournament. So, uh, yeah, they, they <laughs> called that T gate where, um, where Patrick Reed, uh, went up supposedly to, um, talk to Rory's caddy. Now, you know, to, to set the story and, and this is what I was trying to explain to a friend of mine who is kind of defending Patrick Reed. No, no. Yeah. Believe it or not. Uh, one of our mutual friends, um, I was like, you do realize on Christmas Eve, Rory's at his house with his family celebrating Christmas Eve, and he served a subpoena from Patrick Reed, you know, to, yeah. uh, you know, and he's so, so he's part of a defamation lawsuit by Patrick Reed, who is just to me is just he's nuts now. I mean, he's going I don't know if it's him, his wife is who's very involved in all this or, or just the nut attorney he's hired. But. He sued Larry Clayman. Larry Clayman, who has sued, he sued his own mama one time. Larry, <laughs> Larry Clayman oh did. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's news to me. Oh, yeah, I can show you that story. It, it, it's it's incredible the things this, the, the lawsuits this guy's filed. But but but, but box score isn't it interesting? They couldn't find Tiger with the same lawsuit. They, yeah, the, the girl said she could never find him. Couldn't, couldn't find him, huh? Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, right. Well, I mean, so you know, so so then. Rory brushes him off, as he rightfully should have. You know, right. I mean, you 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 want to talk about workspace? Like uh, Lee Trevino said, I'm on the range hitting balls. You you come, you invade my little you know workspace. Yeah. Okay, get away. I don't like you to begin with. Just go, <laughs> and then Reed walks away and flicks one of his live tees at Rory. You know, yeah. And so that kind of ignited the, the little fireworks to begin with. And, right. boy, I, I don't know, man. God has a wicked sense of humor <laughs> sometimes, you know, because who would have thought at the end that it would have come down to a rules controversy that allowed Patrick Reed to even be in contention in the la- on the last day. Imagine and, Patrick Reed involved in the rules. I can't, I can't Can believe. Oh, that? no. I mean, you know, there's – with – 100% certainty, I can say that's my ball in that palm tree. When there was four other balls up there. Five. Five <laughs> other balls, yeah. But but he was 100% certain. And, and the golf channel, and, and look, I don't like Brandel Chambly normally, but thank God, he, he has taken such a pro PGA stance. Mm-hmm. And he's just telling it like it is. And he showed the film. It clearly did not go in that tree. And Patrick Reed clearly was lying when he said he looks through the binoculars. Oh, yeah, that is my ball. It's got a black arrow and a red dot on it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, at that point, I'd have opened his bag if I'm a PGA official, looked at every ball in there and seeing is it marked like that? Do you have a red, black arrow, a red dot? You know, come on, man. 
Really? Um, but they clearly showed it was it was not that tree, and so he was lying again. And, and he should he needed to go back to the tee, re-tee, which would have been so he, extra stroke. He made, he, he made a bogey. He he'd have made a double, maybe triple. You right. know, but. You know, it comes down, Brody so, had to birdie the last right. two holes to win. So, so, so can I use the word ironic that uh, he finished second to uh, Rory? It is. Ir- <laughs> it's ironic and um, convenient. <laughs> That's an inside joke. At the same time. <laughs> At the same time. At the same time, yeah. I think. And both both apply in this case. In this case, yes, yeah. it does. No, um Man, thank God Rory won that tournament. No bull. So he had to make a 14, 15 footer on the last hole to beat him. He was waiting. Patrick was waiting in the, in the uh, for a playoff in, in the scorer's tent, but uh, it didn't come to fruition, thank goodness. Um, he called him a little immature child. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Reed, can you imagine calling him? Uh, that's oh boy. unbelievable. I mean, Any, uh, yeah. That's th- Rory's third time winning that tournament. It's his 15th DP uh, victory on the uh, European Tour. But this is uh, ironic. <laughs> it's uh, Rory's first time that he's won the opening season event he enters. So uh, that's, you but, know. But you remember, Ted, back at, at, the, at the Zurich Classic, how uh, and Patrick Reed was probably just a rookie or, or maybe a second-year player on tour. And, yeah. of course, he had Louisiana roots. He was Baton Rouge, you know, and mm-hmm. we we're kind of rooting for him, you know. And you, sure you, I was. you met his, um, what, in-laws? His mother-in-law. Yeah, and, and that the story about, you know, how he had his parents banned from going. You know, we, so we kind of felt like he was a, a sympathetic character. It T- comes to turn out. <laughs> he turns out he was the villain all the he time. He was the villain. You know, boy, did he have some people bamboozled for a while. But, um, look, man, I, I don't know, man. He, it, it's so crazy now. He doesn't even try to hide the cheating anymore, you know? <laughs> I mean, it, you know. It, so, <laughs> just, just to change the subject a little bit now, Rory's won seven consecutive. He's had seven consecutive top sevens uh, over the last year. And three wins in there. So uh, who do you think's the best player in the world Man, right now, Rory or John? I'll have to tell you what. If, you, if those two teed it up, at a, I, don't, I don't know who. First of all, I like both of them to begin Me with. Me too. Um, I just think Rom, I'm going I'm to give him the slight edge only because I like his <coughs> tee game a little better. I think mm-hmm. he's a better driver of the golf ball. With His cut is pretty consistent he doesn't miss a lot of fairways and we've kind of seen rory every now and then under in big moments his driver can get a little a little wild you mm-hmm. know ask the house at augusta that he you know <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> you know um but right. man they're cl- to me anyway clearly one and two in the world for sure definitely one one a not even yeah one there two, you go just like the horse race yeah yeah all right let's finish on this you got about four or five more minutes uh tiger woods and rory McIlroy started this uh six teams of three pga tour players competed in 15 regular season matches on monday nights starting january 2024 that's next year. The contest will be on virtual courses where fans can watch every <laughs> shot in primetime television. On Monday, another pair of stars joined them. Uh, that's Colin Marikawa, Adam Scott. So it's now Rory, Tiger, John Rahm, and Justin Thomas in this series. Marikawa mm-hmm. says he sees where the event will hook younger viewers into the game. What do you think? It's, uh, it's going to be at Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. 
I think where I, they have a big old uh, like I, a studio. I really, I really don't think it will um, take off. Yeah, if if a, if a younger person want, they, they're just going to go play play Tiger Woods golf on Xbox. I mean, that's basically what this is. You know, I. I don't they're going to hit into a simulator. That's what I'm saying. They're going to have it's, actual putting on them. No, it green. doesn't matter. It's just that's stupid. I mean, uh, you know. Do you think it'll it'll be fruitful for viewers? Or, you know, as far as uh, advertising I, and, and no. continuing, I, I you think mean, it's going to fail. Yeah, if you wanted to bring back, rekindle the Shell's wonderful world of golf, you know, type of thing with individual matches like that. But I mean, this is just a. Uh, no, people. Well, now you got to understand who's endorsing it: Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. Yeah, no, I, 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 idea. I, I get it, but but you could have <laughs> Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes endorsing, you know, watching the the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge, you know, throwing you know into nets and stuff. I mean, that's it's not the real game. It's not it's, real. No, it's not the real game. But you know, and so I, I don't think like that. But you know, I'm more interested in later in the year. I saw today there's going to be a. Another nighttime contest. Now, if, I'm not sure if you ever heard of Paige Sprignac. Um, mm-hmm. She's yeah. So uh, <coughs> she's going to play against John Daly in a match um, at night, uh, being televised in prime time, <coughs> and it's going to be called Beauty versus the Beast. Hmm, and, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, and um, and and anybody can enter for a chance to caddy for either one of them. It's going to be a national drawing, and if you win. You, you're probably going to be riding in a cart with them, they said, but, you know, you're pretty cool. So, uh, you know. I don't know if I can ride in a cart with Paige. <laughs> well, no, it would be a little difficult, you know. <laughs> she's she's a little different. But um, uh, but it would be a lot of fun to ride with John Daly, though. <laughs> I mean, uh, me and him would be, uh, y'all be, going, we'd be going through that beer pretty quick, man. Um, but, All right, you got a minute. Yeah, no, I mean, again, uh, it, it is – I think it was kind of pretty cool to see what happened with the Rory and uh, Patrick Reed thing. Um, the golf season for being so young has gotten off to a pretty exciting start so far. And i um, looking forward, you know, as we kind of, um, man, before you know it, like you, I, I know spring seems far away, but Augusta, we'll, 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 we'll be there, friends, pretty soon. We'll hear that bird chirping. <laughs> Definitely, Jim Nance, we'll hear him for yes, sure. Yes, friends. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Let's see what we got coming up. Louisiana Network News. No coaches show for Kevin Kai this week. They'll join us again next week. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand-new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. 
ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the Tash. (laughs) 